It's the best song ever. Hey. Oh, man. It's great to see you. I'm your host, Luke Levin. And you know who else it's great to see? My dear friend, Kevin Connor. <laughs> Hello. What's going on with you over there, Kev? Uh, you know, nothing. There's... I mean, I'm here. You know, we're saying out. Yeah, you got a shirt with penguins on it. I like I your penguin shirt. Very cool. Um, See, I don't go anywhere, Luke. So I only have like five shirts. Oh, yeah. Uh, because they last me like weeks. So I'm like, oh, today's penguin day, I guess. See, I have like 50 t-shirts. That's like my whole wardrobe. I may be exaggerating, but... I feel like I always just wore one of them or all of them. I'm always like, I just wore that t-shirt because that's all I'm doing. It's just, my life is just one big t-shirt switch. You know what it is? You got your A1s, right? Yes. Um, my steak sauce. You, what are we talking about? <laughs> you, you got your shirts, like you do laundry, everything, everything you want is clean. Right. You're grabbing one shirt. That's number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you wear that a lot and right. that's okay. No one's keeping track of it. And if you are, stop it. No yeah. one needs that in their life. Sometimes we just like our one t-shirt that we wear all the time. Yeah, exactly. No one wants to be outfit checked. We learned that from Larry David in that one yeah. episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, yeah. So it, we're going to get into our songs, but I have a funny story I wanted to tell. Just uh, something that happened to me yesterday. It's nothing that crazy, but uh, so... It w- it was music related though. Um, so I um I'm making dinner last night and Kyle was down in the basement doing a workout, and so I had the like Google Mini in the corner next to me, uh, and I'm bumping some Baby Keem, listening to uh the song Stats, which is from his mixtape Die for My Bitch, and uh it gets to the best part in the song where one of those signature baby keem beat switch ups and keem goes first things first when i pop i'ma get your hoe thirsty and right when he says first the beat like kicks in it's great and so i'm singing along to it and uh the window was open which is like to the left of me and so i'm like maybe someone walking by could hear it a little bit i don't think it's that line uh like i don't think it's that loud and then it gets to the lyric where he says uh baby keem ain't no virgin (laughs) And then right then I hear a knock on the door and I'm like, oh no. Did, oh no. Am I bumping baby Keem too loud and my neighbors coming like to check on me or something? And who was at the door? It was Death himself. No, it was um just my neighbor. Uh and she's like a woman in her seventies. They're a very nice couple who lives next door. They've been in this neighborhood for a long time. And we uh, sometimes get their mail when they go out of town. So it was just her coming to to uh, ask if we would check their mail this weekend. And, okay. uh, and so, but in my mind, I freaked out for a second. I was like, man, I knew my baby Keem bumping would catch up to me one day. I didn't think it would be today. And then it's like, okay, no, it's just the neighbor saying, get our that's mail. That's <laughs> a... That's why Baby Keem always suggests you have two phones, so like oh. you can always just like drop your identity That's and go on the why. run if like you have an embarrassing oopsie with a seventy-year-old neighbor. I actually do have two phones because I have a work phone that I never use, and sometimes work I, phone. Yeah, work. I, I did air quotes. Yes. Uh, it's it's because you're a meth dealer. I know. Right. Yes. Um. So we don't need to talk about that. Uh. 
details about my personal life, so we'll just uh, gloss over that and get into our songs. This is, of course, best song ever. We're going to play some fantastic new tunes for you. All right, well, I got a sunny, fuzzy, high-energy track to open the episode with. Uh, I mentioned this on our mini-sode last week, and I've been listening to this album a lot, and it is really great, really catchy, and noisy and interesting. Uh, this comes from the band Daisy, which I thought Daisy was like a four piece or something. And then I find out it's just James Goodson. It's one man, one mic, one person, countless hooks. And uh, so, I mean, the album's great on its own, but thinking that a band made it and then finding out that it's just one guy made this, recorded it at his house. I'm like, this is amazing. And like they said, the hooks are just so catchy. Uh, it's got almost like a 90s pop rock, like sunny style, which I feel like a lot of artists have been doing recently. And I feel like it's a really cool style that I like hearing. And I feel like this album does it perfect the way I want to hear it. And the album is called Maximum Blast Super Loud, the first 24 songs. So how about we blast this maximum volume and take a listen to Daisy with the song Fool in the Mirror. Diggity dog. Dog it up. Uh, you know, that song and, and the rest of this album, because I listened to a little bit more of it. Yes. It does something that I really love in music, which is it just takes like a singular musical idea and just like executes it perfectly. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it doesn't evolve upon it. It doesn't it doesn't go anywhere. And like, you know me, I'm the I'm a bitch for build ups. Yeah, you're the banger bitch. You like your build ups. Yeah. 
uh, I forgot my own nickname there. That's why that was. Oh, definitely don't worry, I never will. Perfect. <laughs> but uh, it's not necessary here because it's just like executed with such precision that like you can't want any more. It just it yeah. is what it is, and it does it very well. And you got twenty four songs on here. The first twenty four songs. And there's 24 mm-hmm. cool ideas. So really like that Exactly. Album. Yeah. And the countless hooks, as they say, because they're all very catchy. And I, I also like what uh, he does in the lyrics because it's a similar thing, but lyrically where it's like, I don't know. I feel like some people would maybe try and like wrap it up or add some positivity, but this is kind of a self-deprecating song. It's that moment when you feel like a fool and you're like, there's a fool staring back at me in the mirror. And, um, so I feel like, like you're saying, it's just capturing that feeling. Yeah. It doesn't wrap it up. Doesn't sugarcoat it or give you any happy ending. It's just like, and that makes feel like a fool. Yeah. (laughs) Because when you're in that moment, there's nothing really to be done about it. Right. You're just like, I feel an idiot and nothing will, solve this but like time and like being forgetful yes exactly um so that's just a taste of the amazing sunny fuzzed out jams that are on maximum blast super loud the first 24 songs so that was daisy that's d-a-z-y by the way with fool in the mirror from maximum blast super loud the first 24 songs, and that is out now on Convulse Records. And by the way, so you know his name is James Goodson, uh, the mm-hmm. guy who made that band, and uh, it made me think of my favorite scene in I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, the sequel to I, I Know What You Did Last Summer, which if you haven't seen it, I'm about to give a big spoiler, like the spoiler, so... I know it's been out for a couple decades now, but just spoiler warning. So at the end, uh, she Jennifer Love Hewitt finds out that the guy she's been dating is actually the killer. And he's <gasps> right. And he goes, my name's Benson. Ben's son. And Ben is the fisherman from the first movie that they killed. <laughs> right. So he dropped them that hint. The fools, they didn't think. His last name is Benson. He must be Ben's son. So I think James Goodson is a good son. I just, oh, it's that, right there in his nice. name. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't see those twists coming. Right. I, uh, wow. You know, Luke, I, uh, such a stellar analogy. Really just gets me famished. I just I hear a good a good run of jokes like that. And I'm like I just want to eat. Exactly. I want to I want to crush some crush something. And uh, you know why don't we just let's eat grandma? <gasps> I would love to eat grandma. There is no dish more delicious. Uh, let's eat grandma. Of course, the duo comprised of songwriters, multi-instrumentalists, and vocalists Rosa Walton and Jenny Hollingworth Amazing. are excited to share their first single in three years. Uh, Hall of Mirrors is an ethereal, glistening pop song about a beautiful, intense moment remembered and a welcome return for the acclaimed Norwich pair. Uh, And you know what, Luke? What we're doing today? What? We're doing Mirror Songs. 
Oh shit, we are fooling the mirror, Hall of Mirrors. Yeah, we're doing it. Uh, this trend won't continue, but we can we can celebrate it, it while it's hey, around. Hey, it's fun. Rosa Walton said this about the song. In some ways, it's reflective and almost secretive, journeying through confusing and difficult emotions, but I also wanted Hall of Mirrors to be a euphoric song that conveys clarity, confidence, and ultimately joy. So we got a, uh, we got like a sad banger here, right? Okay. Like uh, a very popular uh, style of music where like, you're like, hell yeah, this rules. And then you listen to lyrics, you're like, oh no, this is terrible. Um <laughs> Not in, like, quality, but in content. In emotion. Pumped Up Kicks comes to mind, right? Yes, yes, of course. Like, that's the ultimate. Which, Kevin, we talk about that so often now that I think we just need to say the Pumped Up Kicks rule when we're talking about a song that seems very catchy and happy, but the lyrics are very sad. So, the Pumped Up Kicks rule. There we go. So, why don't we grab a knife, grab a fork, put... An oversized bib on, and Let's Eat Grandma by listening to Let's Eat Grandma with Hall of Mirrors. I 
Gotta give that a lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy. Amazing. I love Let's Eat Grandma. Um, but first, before we even talk about the song, I have a dumb joke to make. Um, so we played Fool in the Mirror by Daisy. Yes. And now we played Hall of Mirrors by Let's Eat Grandma. Yes. So if you're the Fool in the Mirror, you go into Hall of Mirrors, you're in a Hall of Fools. That's terrifying. Um, but you know what I like to do even more than that is I like to bring some grain in there and then it's like a hall of oats, you know? Man, uh, you were right, Luke. That was in Kevin, fact. Did your video freeze? Uh, that was in fact a very dumb is joke. Is my connection okay? Yeah, oh, you no. know what? I'm going to screenshot this right now because your video did freeze and you have the worst, like, <laughs> shit-eating grin I've ever fucking seen. Dude, we we played that game uh, at the bachelor party we were at, Chameleon, and I don't know how you guys didn't know I was lying every single time, because I cannot, like, or like that where I'm, like, getting to a punchline, I can't, like, be cool. I, like, want to just laugh the whole time. I'm terrible at it. My dumb joke aside, back to the song, uh... 
I love Let's Eat Grandma. I first heard them on their first album and thought it was very interesting how they were doing sort of like electronic beats. I believe there was some rapping on some of it and just like Mm -hmm. really interesting style. Then on I'm All Ears, they really refined that style and did like the amazing synths and just did this like great electronic pop sound. And I'm just so glad to hear it continuing here. And it's just I, I love this song. I love the melody so much. And it's it's everything I would hope from a new Let's Eat Grandma song. And you know why their last album is particularly special to me? Kyle and I got engaged. And I remember the night that we got engaged and we went to our friend's house to celebrate. We got a little too drunk, uh, speaking about myself. And I remember just like me being wasted, just dancing to It's Not Just Me by Let's Eat Grandma. And like Kyle and Ben were like shaking this, these like maracas and <laughs> we're just like doing this crazy percussion to it. And it was a great night and it was a very fond memory. What did she say in the press release? Something about like a powerful moment in time or something? Because like that's always what I think of now when I listen to that song and I'm like, oh, what a fun night. <laughs> yeah. I, the It's a, it's a pumped up kicks. Uh, yeah. See, a, and it's a like puck, it's, a puke. A puke. It's a puke. Um, it's a pumped. It's one of Lukey's pukies. <laughs> it's a pumped up kicks experience. A p u k e. Exactly. See, and that actually fits for my great for my fond memory because it's like I have the memory of how great that night was, but I also have the memory of how oh, terrible I felt the next day. <laughs> yes, um, when uh, there were some Lukey's pukies going on that next day for sure. Uh, what doesn't make me pukey is the mix on that song, because I feel oh. like it's very like lush and synthy, but her vocals are so like like pressed forward and they're very bare, and that's something I feel like you don't get often in electronic music, especially at the beginning of the song. Yeah, for sure. No, I love it, and uh, I'm very excited to hear this new album of theirs for sure. Yeah, this is this is the first taste we've had in three years. This is the first taste of grandma we've had in three years. <laughs> and grandma tastes good. Oh, so that was Let's Eat Grandma with Hall of Mirrors out now via Transgressive. All right. Well, I'm about to slow things down a bit. And I'm very excited because, you know, the whole point of this podcast is to introduce people to great music and for us to get introduced to music via each other's picks and i'm glad because this is a new band their debut album's coming out so i'm happy i get to introduce them to you kevin assuming you haven't heard them hello meet petite me which petite you petite ami no i did not say petite me like mario petite ami uh, but Ami is A-M-I-E. And uh, according to Google Translate, it stands for girlfriend. I'm assuming it means like small girl or something. Petite okay. Ami. But um, this is a psych pop band from Mexico City. And uh, I listened to some of their other songs, their other singles that have come out. And they're very like funky and kind of vibey. Uh, which is really cool. I really dig their style a lot. I've but been known this, to enjoy the vibes. I like. I had you in mind for sure, Kevin. This is like 
right up your alley. Uh, the song El Delirio was like a really good groove. Um, but we're going to see a different side. Still the vibiness there, but this is like a folk ballad. And it's just so beautiful and striking that it really stopped me in my tracks. And uh, then I just dug into all this band's music. And like the album cover is kind of like very colorful and like kind of silly so it's like they kind of show that there's like some like silly fun sort of like funky vibes going on but then this song is like dead serious and incredibly beautiful uh they said this about the song it's a ballad where we say goodbye to someone and something forever it is nostalgic and introspective song that allows us to accept that saying goodbye is a way of freeing oneself and letting be and so this is kind of an interesting introduction because it's not, it's just one side of what they do, but also I think this is a pretty good showcase of their talents. So let's take a listen to Patita Me with Adios. Sabes que el intento hoy no puedo cambiar Quiero ser quien quieres y poderte acompañar Y ya no sé si puedo seguir más y más y más y más Quiero darte todo y con eso sentí paz Nunca imaginé que todo iba a salir Siento que es tu Hay algún lugar, lugar, lugar 
you know, we listened to that song on SoundCloud. Yes. Um, and SoundCloud does something that I really like, where it kind of has like a fake waveform thing. Yes. Right. I like that as well. And this song is like shaped like a tadpole. It's got like a really long, like thin tail, and the very yeah. end of it is like this big, like bulbous thing. And I, I was watching the SoundCloud thing kind of tick through, and I was like, "What's gonna happen there?" You're waiting for that big build, and I, I was, like, I was like, "What's going I, on?" Because it's see, right at the end. And I should have prefaced this with, "I don't know, Kevin, if this is gonna have the build that you want because it's a very psychedelic type build." But continue your thoughts. It wasn't the build that I wanted, but it's a yes. build that I liked. And, okay. And like, I mean, we always listen to these in headphones, so like that's a really that's like my favorite way to listen to music. Yeah. And it like that that was just so all-encompassing in like my headphones. It was kind of yeah, this yeah, like yeah. thin like stripped back just like guitar vocal thing and then it was just like every square inch of my ear was covered with sound and like yeah. that was a really cool experience. Yeah, that psychedelic drone there is very like I don't know if that's some didgeridoo action or what's going on there, but when that kicks yeah. in and then like the guitar sort of like picks up, man, that part's so cool. Well, I'm excited to go check these guys out because yeah, knowing like this song isn't my exact cup of tea. Like I appreciate what it's doing, but knowing that like it's kind of an outlier, I want to hear what else they do. Because yeah. That may be my cup of tea, and I'll I'll drink that up. Well, I'm a folk fiend, so I'm like, I would yes. listen to a whole album of this, but I think you will dig a lot of their other songs, which are a bit funkier and vibier. Uh, but you don't have to wait long at all, because the album's out today. You can go listen to it right now. Uh, the debut album of Petite Ami is out now, so... I'm really excited about this band. I suggest everybody go check this out. I'll be shouting it again. I'll be uh, shouting it out again at the end of the show. But that was Petite Ami with Adios from their self-titled debut album out today via Park the Van slash Devil in the Woods. We've seen the folk fiend. Yes. Now it is time for the banger bitch to arrive. Yes. I have a new song from 23-year-old Irish multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, and producer, Sierra Lindsay, otherwise known as Kinsey. Oh, okay. This is a brand new single. She put out an EP earlier in the year, but this is a sign of of more to come. And, uh, God, Luke, this just top to bottom. Just a real good banger. Just everything I want out of music. We got a TT, TT, BB. On her hands. Yeah. Top to bottom banger. Uh, so talking about the new song, Kinsey had this to say. It's a song about money and working and having one of those horrible bosses who tells you he's trying to be the, quote, nice guy while he goes through you outside of the street. It's mostly based on an encounter I had in a waitressing job. I suppose there's a message in there about the power of empathy and kindness in how you deal with people. Now, this is like 100% like how I operate my whole life is just like <laughs> yeah. i don't want to be mean i just like right. i'd like if we're all like a little kinder like things would probably be a lot better mm-hmm. uh, so this uh this song not only has a nice message but it just it brings the jams <laughs> it brings the bangage yes uh and Kinsey has like a long list of like influential 
like musicians and all of these slap right iggy pop saint vincent julian casablancas david byrne damon albarn and irving berlin wait these are these are features no just influences god could you imagine if they were features but (laughs) i was like damn wow no now i want still listen still a great list of influences they say don't meet your idols, but maybe she should, and then make an album with them, because that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so why don't we just get to it? Let's listen to Kinsey with Mr. Nice Guy.
gotta give this the most emphatic lordy lordy berry gordy there is what a banger yeah. i loved every second of it uh the song and the video i mean first up the song i don't know if you realize kev but i think you just brought the first spooky season song in here because that <gasps> song has some spooky vibes going on and it's about to be october or the this day is the first day of October. Yeah. So way to usher it in with a creepy banger. And also that video was kind of creepy because she's like this crazy rich lady. That video rules. Like, it's so good. Uh, and then her staff like murders her in the end. Spoilers. Um, yeah. But I highly recommend that video. Very well done. I particularly love the shot where they're all putting makeup on her face and then someone like brings some cocaine and she like smiles yeah, at the like camera. Yeah, like winks at the camera. Awesome. I it, it does something that I I'm a sucker for this in almost any like visual medium, but when the aspect ratio changes, I'm always like, "Oh shit. Oh, yeah. What are they doing? I'm ready for it." Like like Bo Burnham inside. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim versus the World does White it. White Woman's Instagram. Yep. Uh, there you go. And uh also my new obsession, The Expanse, also did that for a little bit. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, don't get me started because we. I will not. Me. Uh, but yeah, that video is just like. It shows like the self awareness. Because I think it's really hard to be a musician and like maintain the self awareness of like, I'm trying to be popular and like put out music and I hopefully will be successful and like right, garner right. fame and riches and shit. Like, but, like, she definitely, like, in the beginning of that video, is a piece of shit. Like, that is yeah. the point of it. And to have <laughs> it end with her just, like, being killed several times over. Right, right. Like, you gotta love it. Yeah, that's kind of a good point. Because that it's, like, thinking about, like, I'm making music to <laughs> maybe become this person. Yeah. But then killing that, like, part of, like the person who abuses you know that uh that's good yeah so that was kinsey with her newest single mr nice guy and that's self-released wow that yeah. that's very impressive um i mean that video was just like i feel like every shot of that was like beautifully done <laughs> so um that's that's some pretty impressive uh diy stuff there yeah, I'm excited to hear more. And I'm going to go back. I haven't spent any time with her EP that came out in January. Mm. But I I think that might have to be... Uh, might have to listen to that right after we stop recording. Dude, there are two EPs I've liked recently. The Laura Jane Grace one and the Homeboy Sandman one. They both came out recently. And I'm like, I need to look at some EPs this year because we're we're all about albums, but there's some solid yeah, EPs. Maybe uh maybe this can be maybe we could talk about our favorite EPs yeah, soon. We'll do that. Because we're gonna do albums at the end of the year, but should we uh do like a spooky season get creepy with the EPs? <laughs> oh shit! Tune in <laughs> fucking tune in next week. That is we're what we're doing. Creepy with the EPs. We have to now. No, it's uh, October 8th, the year of our Lord, 2021. It's happening. Check your feeds. It's <laughs> happening. All right. Well, my last song is from a returning champ, someone that I played on the podcast previously, and uh, 
he's back with a new album and i think you're really gonna dig this kev because i would liken his sound to the likes of new order and um very like 80s influenced very synthy very catchy uh but with some of that you know sort of repetitive haze type deal going on and this is black marble and this is the musical project of chris stewart and i enjoyed his album from 2019 bigger than life and i love the like you know i'm a sucker for consistent branding and like he's got just these like i don't know there's some like nice like times new romany font that says black marble and then like the oh, yeah i'm seeing that yeah and then there's like a little like circle with a triangle in it which is kind of the logo it's just a really cool look to the album cover um it's like when a uh a series of books has like part of an image on the spine yeah and then you put them all together and it makes like right a photograph i love that shit um yeah, i I'm love like it. consistent um in like when you know artists do like different takes on the same theme for like singles too very cool but anyway yeah. uh the artwork is really cool and the music is just as good um the his new album fast idol is out october 22nd on sacred bones that sounds Ooh. that sounds scary right we are we are leaning heavily we into are. the fact that oh. people are going to be ready to get spooky Dude, October 1st. I mean, maybe I'm just thinking that the rest of the world is like me because we've been watching Midnight Mass. I made Kyle watch American Horror Story, uh, the new season, even though it's not that good. Um, so I'm like fully in it. I'm like getting ready. So Did I tell you my American Horror Story experience with this season? Oh, no. I, no, no, no. I have not watched American Horror Story since, like, halfway through the first one. I was like, nah, well, not for me. That's fine. Um, more power to you if you like it. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I, I, like, opened up Hulu one day to just, like, probably watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> like, that is, oh, that's no. what I pay for Hulu for. And all I saw was, like, American Horror Story, whatever the fuck the subtitle is. Double um, feature. And it's it was an alien. And I was like, oh. Yeah. But Just then it's kissing a vampire. Fucking smooching on a vampire. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh. And uh, I'll tell you what. Not much has gotten me interested in American Horror Story. But that image, I was like. <laughs> yeah, it's striking. I'm going to keep it. I'm gonna keep it near to the ground. If yeah. this is uh, if this is the one, maybe I'll uh, I'll I'll come back for it. Although American Horror Story is great at uh, having great marketing, you get all excited, and then the season sucks. <laughs> so the same things <laughs> happening here. So they cut it down to which I apologize to Black Marble because we're doing a huge tangent in the middle of introducing his amazing song, but. They do this, they cut the season in half, basically, so it's double feature. So you're like, okay, he only has six episodes. They won't go so far off the rail in six episodes. By episode five, I was like, how can they do any more? This is, like, it was, I'm like, six is too much. Um, But then they did American Horror Stories, which is, what like, an anthology, different story each episode. And those go off the rails. So I'm just like, now I'm just like. So they took an anthology series? And made it an anthology season? <laughs> Pretty much. I But basically, I'm like, 
now I'm just expecting it to not be good. And then when it's okay, I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, I want some scary content. I'll watch it. But it's interesting because, like I said, don't get me started. But the new, the first part of the double feature, the vampire part of it, um, is kind which I don't want to spoil, but there's elements of it that are similar to Midnight Mass, which is the new project from Mike Flanagan, the Hill House, Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor guys. But Midnight Mass is way better. And so it's kind of like if you're thinking of watching the new season of American Horror Story, just watch Midnight Mass and skip it. Uh, uh, every October, what has seemed like for the last two or three years, Annie and I get a, we get in like that spooky mood and we're like, oh, you know, what we should keep watching is X-Files because we've been watching that oh, that's series a good one. on and off for literally like Dude, most of our relationship. this might be the year I start it then. Uh, well, and like it's, it's so good and so bad and usually like now that we like October comes around and we pick it back up, like right as the time we like get back into it for real, we're just like, Okay, it's November. We're done. <laughs> like, so we'll. Uh, I I can't wait to see like the season or the series finale of X Files in like twenty thirty. Oh damn! Um, be, I'm sure by then there will be like another season that has come out because yeah. they won't leave let it die. Um. So last thing I'm gonna say about American Horror Story, I just want to tell you this because it's really funny and it's like terrible writing. So a lot of it, so the main character is like a writer and a lot of it's centered around the fact that he like becomes this really great writer and everyone like loves his work. So his manager comes to him and she's like, uh, Tarantino wants you to write his limited series. And he's like, but Quentin only writes for himself. And she goes until now he said, and I quote that motherfucker writes better than I do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like oh my god like how did a person who has worked in hollywood write this this is that so uh bad. that makes me want to walk out of this office into my kitchen and bash my head against the countertop which is made of black marble oh yes thanks for getting us back on track because we really yeah, need I... to listen to this song <laughs> ceiling let's do it let's do it let's take a listen to black marble with ceiling.
I gotta give that a hot diggity dog. Hell yeah. Dog uh, it up for sure. What what you said he had some new order influence? No. <laughs> you couldn't tell? No, no way. I don't believe it. <laughs> that was really good. I mean, that was like that was so like just like fun synthy vibey that like yeah. I'm ready for more. Yeah. Um also those other two singles, uh preoccupation somewhere both very good um also i was not sure if you i was like this might be too much of like the repetitive haze you know the building haze Mm -hmm. but because there is definitely a great like synth haze you can just sit in and soak up but um i think i was like this might not build enough for kevin but what's interesting is like i feel like the waveform of this would be like almost like the letter v because it's like steady, then it dips down in the middle, then comes mm-hmm. back up at the end. Because like the drums get a lot more minimal, and then like it kicks back in for that ending part. And it, I love that so much. I've been like early prepping for the end of the year, like best albums. So I've been going Same. back and listening to a lot of the stuff that I've liked throughout the year, and. I've also been doing that while I've been finishing um, the previously mentioned Expanse series of books. Mm-hmm. And, like, ambient kind of music is what I, like, read best to, and I can enjoy both at the same time. Yeah. So, that's a... Uh, I've been, like, on a big ambient kick, kind of. Like, the the new Home Shake, for example. Like, really, yeah, really yeah. good for that. So, this 
maybe I'm uh, I've just like I'm in that mood where this is like exactly right, what right. I want out of that kind of music. But hell, yeah, I love it. Like I'm I'm I haven't listened to him before, so like I'm going and I'm adding this album to my library. Do it, yeah, you'll enjoy it. Uh, that last one too, bigger than life, great yeah. stuff. So that was Black Marble with Ceiling from Fast Idol out October 22nd on Sacred Bones. Very excited for that one. And by the way, Kev, you talking about how you like ambient. I uh, got something for you in the shouts on that front. Ooh, a tease. I like that even more. Shouts tease. My last band today is just some new up-and-comers. Uh, named Olive Vox. And they just put out their debut single. Uh, they are a Dallas-based grunge psychedelic rock band. Whoa. Uh, a brother duo of singer-songwriter Parker James and guitarist-songwriter Caden Shea. They, uh, they're like, they're just starting out for a song. They've got a tour coming up that's, uh at the end of the month so like if you're in texas check them out nice good for them Uh, but this is a smooth groove machine of rock and roll evoking the glorious sludgy grunge psychedelia of screaming trees temple of the dog and stone temple pilots okay so they're they're modeling themselves off of some of the big hitters of the 90s and i think they do a pretty good job this is like this is a really strong first outing. Like I'm, I, I heard it and I was like, wow, like I, uh, I want to hear more. Like I want to hear an album. I want to see what else they can do. So I won't hype them up anymore. I will just say, let's give a listen to Olive Vox with Barry Milo.
That song definitely rocked hard and was very catchy, had some good shredding guitar, uh, very well done. Like you said, for a first, first time out, yeah. damn, that, that song ripped. For I sure. want to hear more. Like I want to hear an album. Like I want. Yeah. S- I want to see the, see what they got. There is like a time in my life where that kind of rock was like my go-to for sure. It kind of reminds me of like Black Angels, uh, Black Mountain. <laughs> I don't know why there's so much uh, they use the word black in those band names so much. The psychedelic rock bands, but there was a time, Black Keys, another great one. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But there was a time where that was like my go-to. It's not so much anymore. It's not my preferred rock sound. But I appreciate you bringing it in here because I feel like we don't have a lot of songs like this on the podcast that just go balls to the wall rock, baby. So I know I feel like rock is in such a strange place these days because there isn't a lot of it that comes out, and like, well, and it's like a lot of it that comes out is like pop rock. Right. And I'm not one to, like, discourage pop whatsoever. Like, I think anyone that's ever listened to me for more than five minutes knows that. But, like... No. When... I'm, I, I've been... An, I also try not to be negative, but I'm, I'm about to break that rule. When, like, Imagine Dragons is, like, the best rock band that's out there. Right. The biggest and rock band. You're like, fuck. Like, yeah, but that's the type of popular rock that, like... I'm not... So that's why I'm like... You yeah. really... At this point... In music, what I'm looking for is, like, just you're doing lots of different things. Because everything's been done. Rock had its day. Synth pop had its day, you know? It's like, now we got to mix it all up and do some interesting combinations and different yeah. things. But then, but I also do, like, just, like, a classic rock album. As rare as right. they are, when a good one comes through, like, I still listen to the Screaming Females last album because that was just, like... A yeah. good rock album, and it yeah, it was. I mean, a there's gem. some, yeah, there's some, you know, artists where that's just what they do, and that's they do it good, you yeah. know. And so, one of them is certainly here right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's hear let's let's hear an album. Let's hear an album already. <laughs> so Come that, on, you got one song, you can't have an album already. Yeah, just get it done. Um. So that was Olive Vox with Barry Milo, uh, a self-released single out now. Well, we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week. And shouts! Luke, you stole all the shouts this week, you son of a bitch. Uh, So just just start. Go. I'm a little shout swiper. First up, shouts to Petite Ami with the self-titled debut. You just heard one song. Go listen to the rest of them. That's out now. Uh, J.W. Francis shouts to him with Wander Wander Kid. I played a song from that uh, on a previous episode. That's going to be very good. Illuminati Hotties with the long-awaited Let Me Do One More. Kev, I don't know if you know the whole story behind Illuminati Hotties and Tiny Engines, uh, but she was basically stuck in a bad record deal and had to do another album so she just did like a crazy uh album last year that was like really cool and it was so she could get out of her contract to do this album and so this album is now finally coming out she's out of that contract so very Ah. excited for this one don't you hate when there's some like big organization over you that controls everything exactly 
Yeah, looking forward to that Illuminati Hotties album. Right, right. I get it. I get it. Then we got Terza with Color Grade. Uh, Terza's last album was pretty cool, so interested to check that out. Uh, then the great singer-songwriter, Brandy Carlisle, In These Silent Days. Uh, Strand of Oaks, one of the many oak bands with Y Oak. And uh, there's another one I can't think of right now, but I always Holland get Oaks. all mixed up. Holland Oaks, that's the one. Uh hey that was a revenge joke you don't yeah. you don't get to be vindictive in humor often but when you do it really feels good hey you know uh when jen wasner walks into a hall of mirrors it's a uh, hall of y oaks <laughs> too far too far that was that was purposely just for me okay. <laughs> and nobody else um that's uh that's why you get into podcasting to do jokes only for you <laughs> exactly um hey remember that shouts tease the ambient album i got it for you here baby it's Ooh. the greats the greats the goats explosions in the sky yes uh with the soundtrack to big bend which is a pbs documentary but um explosions in the sky i mean ambient music you can't find any better i always love just like zoning out and listening to their new albums a uh an ironic band name for an ambient group right yeah because it's the opposite of that yeah uh so luke you you gave me your list of shouts this week and i yep. i was like oh wow that's a lot so i was like oh let me go see what i can find and the answer was nothing but i did notice an album from an artist that i really can't find anything about but it caught my attention and that is of course uh tom cruise with darn skeppy and like I don't know if you get this, Luke, but like uh that's a play on Com Trues, which is like another band. Like they oh. they switched the letters of Com Trues to be Tom Cruise. And that's oh. why it's funny. Kev, I don't think you realize Com Trues is actually a parody of the famous Scientological actor from the Mission Impossible films, Tom Cruise. So maybe he's the one putting out that album. I, you know what? I literally, I found this, and I was like, oh, what is this? And I Googled it, and the only thing I could find for it was the original place I found it on. So I know nothing about this. Uh, so, uh, so, dude, <laughs> maybe, we're gonna, maybe we're going to get a surprise album from Tom Cruise, the actor. I, and maybe it's just his, his whole uh, rant yelling at the crew member for not following COVID protocols set to autotune. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Sound, sounds like a banger. <laughs> uh, Luke, you know who uh, you know who yells at you when you don't follow COVID protocols is... Uh, M- my three daddies. Exactly. Yep. It's, it's Planet Ant Podcasts and Pinecast, because we're a Planet Ant Podcast. We're powered by Pinecast. Get used to it, okay? And uh, you can head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great shows over there and go to planetant.com slash best song ever to join our discord. And we can introduce each other to music mutually in and that Luke, discord. I don't know if you heard planet ants back. Yeah. Like, like there's, there's improv happening in there live is. and in person there uh, there's shows, there's events. Yeah. Yeah. So go check out the stuff at planet ant. Cause it's fun and it's a cool place and it's, super local like it is very much born and bred in 
Is right Hamtramck Metro Detroit? Because I feel like Metro Detroit is like the no. outside of Detroit, but Hamtramck's inside of Detroit. Yeah. No, it just is Detroit. Is Detroit Metro Hamtramck? S- straight in the hammy. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so just like follow Plendant on all the socials and uh, see some cool shit. Follow Best Song Ever on all the socials, too. I want to become a uh, producer like Metro Boomin, but my name's going to be Metro Hammy. Um, so we got a third daddy. We got a third daddy. It's offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Uh, go check out all the great stuff over there. Hey, I'm just going to keep reminding you every week. My Mirax feature is out there, so check it out. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. I'm going to be on This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.